That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Hill Varsity Club is opening in Omaha this May and is hiring for all hospitality positions. Do you love elevated food, exciting events, and having fun at work? Join our team by applying today at HillVarsityClub.com. Hill Varsity Club will feature a next-level mix of classic sports bar favorites and contemporary creations with indoor and outdoor seating and memorable live events like live music and sports watch parties. We can't wait to grab a burger and a beer at HVC this May. Apply for all front or back-of-house positions now at HailVarsityClub.com. Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, where food, fitness, and mental health come to hang out. Nutrition, training, and life. It's all fair game on MTK, Meathead Test Kitchen. Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen podcast, where food, fitness, and mental health come to hang out. I'm Sasha. I'm Sadie. Uh, we've been having some really, really fucking awesome questions yes. come into our inbox. We asked um, what people... Uh, you find folks would like us to talk about on the mental health episode. So we got quite a few answers to that. So we picked a couple. And honestly, some of the questions were so good that we're going to turn them into an entire episode. Yes. Um, so I'm very excited about that. Thank you for sending your questions in. Um, so this is going to be a mental health check episode, but it's going to be answering a couple questions that came in. Yeah, but I feel like that's the beauty of taking mailbag questions is mm. if you're asking a question, someone else is asking the same question. Oh, yeah. So, like, don't, that's why they like the whole thing about no, like, no question is a stupid question. Yeah. For the most part, of course, there are stupid questions, yeah. but for the most part, like, there isn't a dumb question. Right. Because learning things is never a bad thing. The thing that so. the internet's taught me too is that, like, if I ever thought I was unique, I am not in any way, shape, or fashion. <laughs> Anything that I've thought somebody else is thinking. So, um, yeah, isn't that scary? Like, it's reassuring, yeah. but fucking freaky all yeah. at the same time. I hate it. Every time I'm like, oh, this is this one weird thing that I do. It's kind of quirky. Thanks a lot for making me feel like not an individual TikTok <laughs> happens. But such so, is life. Yes, true, true. We're all weird, but we're all not. You know? <laughs> exactly. Like, we're all fucked up, but we're all not. That's yeah. like when people talk about the mental health check episodes of the podcast, like that's the first thing they say. Like, it's good to know that I'm not the only one that's fucked up. It's like, yeah. spoiler alert, we all are. Yes, exactly. Just what variety? What, what flavor? What flavor are you trying today? <laughs> exactly. Just go pick one out off the bookshelf. You know, <laughs> hmm, Today I choose violence. Hello. <laughs> Uh, yes yes we were talking about that earlier you can yeah. choose violence but also kindness at the same time mm -hmm. you, you can, can be violently kind you can <laughs> i mean sometimes violent acts come out of acts of love like yeah. you look revolutions don't start because nobody feels anything about anything like all things start like all great things i feel like start in a kernel of love you yeah. know sometimes it like blows up to i'm getting real fucking philosophical early <laughs> on in the episode today sorry everybody but like you can be kind but you can also be a savage at the same time yes a kind savage 
like that guy today that told you to wear less makeup when you run. And I was like, hey, I'm not leaving my house without my eyebrows, first of all. And if you tuned into our live last week, I told everyone I draw my eyebrows on every day. These are not microbladed. So, yes, I do a very fantastic job of my eyebrows. Thank you for the compliment. I mean, yeah, I've said multiple times I draw my eyebrows on. Like, I'm not ashamed. Some of us don't have some of us weren't blessed with thick eyebrows. Like, by the way, we lived in the early 2000s and everybody waxed them off. Yes, that's true. So this tweet that came in, um, we are, we have a team for Meathead Test Kitchen. There's a race relay in uh, Nebraska called Market to Market. We run from downtown Omaha or Exarbon, Omaha. If you're from Nebraska, you know what I'm talking about. If you're not, well, sorry. Um, Why is but, it called Exarbon? Because it's Nebraska, Nebraska backwards. backwards. Spoiler alert. If you didn't know, <laughs> if you now didn't you're know in on the secret. Your mind is blown. Now you're an Omaha you're local. Hello. Um, but it's running from one town or city to the capital in Lincoln, Nebraska. And I'm, I was a bit nervous about it, but I'm super excited. And this lovely human being mm. said, and I didn't, I kind of laughed at it. Cause I was like, okay, whatever, smart ass. Um, if you wear less makeup, I heard, I heard it makes you faster. And my response was just, well, I'm not going anywhere without drawing my eyebrows on. Like, I'm sorry. Like, so also, I don't wear makeup for anybody but me. So I don't really give a shit. What, I, what that, I wear what makeup. The context was I wear makeup once a week, and it's literally to record this fucker right now. <laughs> I draw my eyebrows on, and I do the most bare minimum. Like I, I used to love makeup, but it's it pisses my skin off first yeah. of all, so that's why I don't wear it. I wear I eye just, makeup, and that's it. Plus, I've been married. Well, I mean, I've been with the same person for twelve years. Yeah. They've literally seen my like seen me gray in shock, almost dying. Like he doesn't give a fuck what I look like. Right, right. Like he doesn't care. Uh. It's beautiful marriage. It's great. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I retweeted that guy's tweet and was like, "Imagine if you will shutting the fuck up for the first time in your life." You could literally say less. Be kindly literally. savage. Yeah. Kindly savage. Okay, so to get to some of our questions, we're making T-shirts. So, yes. Yes. Get the fuck off. Oh, no, no, wait. Hold on. Let's back up real quick because while we're on the making people laugh train, if you really want to know, take care of your mental health, this is going. I just spit out my drink. Fucking delete the red hot chili peppers oh. from everything from the earth. Like, yeet them to Mars. I don't give a shit. They make me so fucking irate. I hate them. And if you want to really take care of your mental, stop oh. listening. Stop. Just. Stop listening to the Red Hot Chili Peppers, but just stop the Red Hot Chili Peppers. <sighs> okay, this feel is better what now. it's like to do a radio show with me, huh? <laughs> yes. My God. <laughs> we were talking about like kind of prepping for this episode. And we should do the pre-show as a TikTok <laughs> no, live, not a post show. Shit, shit. So we're sitting down talking to Phil. My her, husband. Uh, Sadie's yes, husband. Yes. And uh I don't know how we got on this topic. I think I just said I hate the Red Hot Chili Peppers for no reason. We were talking about <laughs> songs that like kick you in the dick when they start. Yeah. And then are just an utter letdown. And Phil is like, yo, what is that Red Hot Chili Peppers yeah. song? And I was like, the oh. very first song on Californication. It's around the world. And it starts out just fucking ripping. Yeah. Rain, 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 and it like flee, just a wall. fucking go into town. It's amazing. For the first 45 seconds of that album are the and best part of that album. you want to light yourself on fire. It's so disappointing. And you're just like, what the fuck even is this? <laughs> what? 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 Why is Anthony Kiedis like impersonating Why is Anthony a Chinese Kiedis? person? So you could have just stopped there. Why is Anthony Kiedis? Anthony Kiedis has lived a hard life. I've read his biography. He's had an uh, interesting life. Uh, he's kind of like Iggy Pop where he's done so many drugs and fucked so many women. You're like, how are you alive? 
for real. I just, I, he did. Oh, to be, to be a rock star in the 90s. God, that had to be a or lot 70s of 70s or 80s, fun. too. Yeah. Throw them all in there. I Just wanted, to be I, a rock star. Dude, I wanted to be a rock star so bad, didn't, but I was didn't such Didn't your a favorite shit band musician. say, "Don't uh, we all want to be big rock stars? Oh. Is that your favorite band? <laughs> fuck you. I love you, but fuck you. I hate Nickelback. Oh, look at this photograph. Okay. Uh, why do I have... One-liners on, from on Nickelback. What's what's that thing on Sasha's head? <laughs> Knock it off. Okay. Anyway, motherfucker. Stop I worked in alternative radio <laughs> in the heyday of Nickelback. We can go all day. Stop the Red Hot Chili Peppers and Nickelback please. Uh, for just, your mental just, health. Just stop. Okay. So to get the actual meat and bones of the mental oh, health. Yeah, check we're doing for a September. fucking mental health check podcast. <laughs> Sorry, guys. We wanted to like give you some laughter before we talk about serious shit. Yeah, okay. we we're gonna get pretty deep today. Not yeah. like. Not like traumatic deep or anything, but like mm. philosophical. We got some yeah. really like good fucking deep questions where the first question I, I came out the gate swinging today. Yeah. Sasha was like, damn, well, that's the first one. It's yeah. like, okay. Uh, so we, we only have two today, but that's like how fucking awesome they are. Yeah. So we're going to talk about that a little bit. So yeah, we need, you always have to have some levity. Yeah. So some jackassery before yes. we get into the nuts and bolts of this week's mental health check. So Came in from Headley Actual on Instagram. What if the heaviest weight we have is in our mind right now? Bro. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was like, okay, we'll put that one down because we could spend the entire episode on that. Yeah. Um, it's really, really hard. Um, when we've touched on this several times on this podcast before, but it's really difficult to not allow your mind to control your success. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is like, we all have that small little nagging negative little fucker. Probably Anthony Kiedis in the back of our head. <laughs> Sasha's head. It's Anthony Kiedis. <laughs> Just nagging at us. Like he's back there. Like, I know you uh, can't do that deadlift. God damn it. <laughs> um, so, but we all have that little, that little bug, that little, yeah. d that self doubt. Every every single person, that little piss ant that lives in the back of your head that just nags at you every right. now and then. The one that when you are going to add more weight, you can't do that. Bitch, watch you can't me. do that. And then you have that internal conversation, and you're like, "Fuck, fuck you, I can't." But I want to bring up something that I came. This was just yesterday. So mentioning market to market at the top was important because it kind of goes back to this question. Yes. Um, I had planned my last run before the relay because we end up running a total of 78 miles as a team. And I didn't want to blow my knees out at 37 mm -hmm. years old. Um, but uh, you don't want to. I, uh, yeah. It's not fun. It's a, it's a sore subject. It's uh, all right. I hopefully literally. don't have to have surgery. So that's cool. Um, but so I had planned six miles. And yesterday was a little hotter than it's been in Nebraska. Um, yeah, it was, it was really seasonably warm, but it was super windy. It was very windy. And if and if I'm talking to any runners out there, you know how badly it fucking sucks to run in the wind. This wind, regardless of what direction I was going, was blowing at me. It was it was hellaciously windy yesterday. Like yeah. when I used to be on the radio and I would do weather reports on days like yesterday, I'd be like, if you have small children, put rocks in their pockets. If you're going to pick them up from school, because yeah. they might fly away. Like it was, it was crazy windy and yeah. yeah, it was just whipping everywhere. Yeah. So I also live in a very hilly part of town. Um, there are no, there aren't very many flat paths to run on. So I didn't want to do it in the morning. I was like, I'm tired. I'm going to sleep an extra Plus, hour. It's been fucking cold in the been. morning. It's lately. actually been nice, but it's been a good anyway, change. I, I got to the halfway point of what I wanted my mileage to be yesterday. 
And I turn around and all you see are three hills, three gigantic fucking hills. And I'm like, I'll be fine if I don't finish. It'll be fine. You can't, you're not going to, you're not going to finish this today. Like, remember last time you tried to run this route, you didn't finish. And I was so defeated. I was like, all right, I had to do the mind game. Just get to here. Just get to that crack in the sidewalk. Just get to that stoplight. Just get to here. Mr. Miyagi would tell you that the biggest hill to climb is the one in your your mind, mind. Sasha. Yes. So I had to have that conversation in my head. I know I've, I've done this before. I can fucking do this today. I'm going to fucking do this. So I had to commit to myself at that point. I'm fucking doing this. Yep. Um, sometimes that fucking little nagging motherfucker in your head, Anthony Kiedis, <laughs> um, they, it tries to tell you that you can't do something. Does or you're he run not gonna, around shirtless in yeah. very tight white jeans? And or is he the painted silver version with the fucking cone nipples from the, from, what video is that? Oh, fuck. Something I don't remember. It's sex magic or yeah, something. Blood sugar sex magic or something. Um, anyway. So, it, you know, it, it can really derail your progress, whether mm-hmm. that be in the gym with your nutrition, whether it be in general life when you're maybe going for or wanting to pursue some kind of promotion. Um, that self-doubt, you've just got to try as best you can to distract yourself long enough for it to shut up. Yes. And the other thing is you have to, I mean, you have to, you have to tell that motherfucker to shut up. First of all, you say, shut the fuck up. This Mm. is something I've done before. I'm confident in my abilities because of X, Y, and Z. And this is why you're fucking wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's tough to do if you're not used to doing that. Uh, It takes practice. It does. It does. Um, It's weird. Like these are all things that you, you learn in therapy. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Like a lot of the stuff we talked to you about on mental health episodes. No, we're not licensed therapists. We're not mental health practitioners. We are just kind of relaying to you what our experience has given for us mm-hmm. and just putting it out there under the, because uh, we want to drop the stigma that surrounds mental health. Yeah. Everybody has something in their brain that sets them off. Everybody yep. does. Like Simone Biles has talked at it, talked about it at great lengths, you know, since the Olympics, mm-hmm. um, Finally, it is something that is less taboo, but it's still one of those things that we're not there yet. Yeah. So we like to share our experiences through therapy with you in a way that you can relate to by answering your questions Mm -hmm. from stuff that we've learned. Speaking of therapy. So one of the things that I had to like load my toolbox the fuck up, I've talked about um, borderline personality disorder on this podcast before. And if I haven't, I've mentioned it on Twitter, but I was diagnosed with borderline personality disorder, which is honestly a built-in extra nagging motherfucker in your brain. (laughs) Um, But you have to be able to have conversations with yourself and realize and figure out what your triggers are and then figure out why you actually feel that way. Yep. So if you're doubting yourself, like... For me, I doubted every single thing that I did, like everything. I didn't stand up for myself. I didn't, I wasn't confident enough to. The doubt is a good thing in some certain ways and then fucking horrible in others. Mm-hmm. And mostly it's a net horrible. Um, yeah. Having that kind of a doubt motivates you to always be fucking trying to be better, which on the surface looks great. And we look like we're super successful, happy people that are fucking crushing it. And professionally, sure, we might be, but it doesn't mean that we're actually happy comes at a price. And that's what I was going to bring up was work. Um, at work I was, I was killing it, Yeah, but I was also 
making myself so expendable that I was burning myself out. Yeah, you were completely neglecting your own needs. And um, something that my therapist told me, like when something is triggering me and I like my go-to emotion my entire life has always been anger because it's what garnered the most attention for me. And I was constantly seeking attention when I was growing up because I wasn't getting it. Um, So for me, it was anger. So then, you know, that doubt, any doubt, any, any criticism, anything in my life, um, I automatically set myself up in my brain for failure. I was going to fail at some point. I had to figure out why I felt that way. Well, why, like, why do you, why are you doubting yourself in this situation? Because you always had to prove yourself to your, in your situation, you had to prove yourself to your mom worthy of her attention over some random fucking dude. Right. But when it came to work and things like that, um, when I would feel like criticism, I didn't take well because I, and I would get angry about it and I would start doubting everything. But what the root cause of that was, was, feeling like a failure, Mm -hmm. being scared of failing when I had worked so hard for something, not being good enough. Um, And that all of that stuff is just, it's literally practice. You have to practice. I call it, we call it the Sasha Sasha stop stop sign sign. Yeah, because throwing the bones in order for me to be cognizant of it. So the second I would feel anger, I would literally picture a stop sign in my head, stop, why do you feel this way? And sometimes it would take me 10, 15 minutes to get there. It doesn't take me quite as long anymore, but it still takes some time. But what am I actually, what am I actually reacting to? Because right. that self-doubt is built in from personal experience. It's built in because that's how our brains are wired. But typically that self-doubt that steps on you and squashes shit for you before you even start is, is something else. Yeah something else in your life that you've experienced that your brain's like, nope. And that's the hard thing because sometimes we experience things that change us that we don't even remember because our brain has shut them away from us. Yes. Like that's hard too. So you talk about doubt. Like for me, failing for the longest time, failing was my biggest fear. And I was very like, that's anytime I was in a job interview, what's your biggest fear of failure? Yeah. Like, I, on the surface in my twenties, I was crushing it. I was 24 years old and I was a music director at a fucking radio station. I had the afternoon show. I'd been out of college for three years. Yeah. Like I had fucking a full slate of endorsements. I was getting paid to travel. I was fucking partying with musicians and getting paid to be drunk Big and all this stars. awesome stuff. Yeah, I was, I was a C I always wanted to be a rock star, but yeah. I was never a good enough musician. So I lived my rock star lifestyle yeah. in my fucking twenties as a raging alcoholic in radio. Um, but I remember my first full-time job. Um, they were, I was there for, I don't know, probably like a month and a half mm-hmm. and I didn't hear a lot of like feedback. So I went in one day for lunch and we, we call it doing an air check. So you have your boss listen, you record your air breaks. So when we talk between songs, that's what we call a break. You record your breaks and then you save them on a, well, at that time it was a CD. CD. You burn them on a CD. Now it's just saved on a logger and a fucking hard drive in your stack of equipment and your, your yeah. uh, engineer's office. But um, so they listen to your breaks and then they give you feedback so that you know what to change, what crutches you're using or things like that to help keep people listening because time is money. Um, so we had my first critique and it wasn't even that bad looking back at it. The things he told me weren't at all mean, 
but I was so used to being cut down by like vicious critiques from my family mm-hmm. that I didn't know how to take constructive criticism. St- and it fucking yeah. crushed me. Yeah. I held it together. I didn't cry. I fought back tears the entire time after he told me that critique and he went to lunch. And as soon as my boss left the building, I went downstairs to the bathroom and I cried mm-hmm. because I felt immediately I was destroyed over at like looking back at it, it wasn't anything major. Like it's things that I would tell somebody too. like, Hey, this was really great, but you need to work on this, this, or this. And Mm -hmm. I didn't really, I didn't really care for how you did this. Maybe rework it this way, but I didn't see it that way. I heard it as you're fucking terrible. Quit your job. What are you doing with your life? Right. Like that shit's hard to shake. Well, you brought up a good point too. Um, just with air checks. Um, so air checks, if you just apply those to life, are you checking yourself? Yeah. Um, so you brought up crutches. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times some of that self-doubt is a crutch because then you don't have to try or you don't have to do something outside of your comfort zone because nobody likes doing shit out of their comfort zone. They don't. There, nobody yeah, does. nobody does. But once you get used to pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone, you never want to go back. Right. Yeah. It's it's the challenge. You almost kind of become accustomed to and in a way for me, I'm, I'm like addicted to the challenge. We talked about not like you don't like burpees. Yes. I like them because of the challenge. I didn't used to be able to do them. And so now that I can, then adding them to a Metcon or something is like, I kind of look forward to thrusters. Like, thrusters yeah. are my burpee. Yeah. Yeah. I love thrusters. I don't, um, <laughs> but it, it's just, you have to figure out what your triggers are. And I mean, if you want to send us an email at hello at me, head to yeah. Hello yeah. at mehedtestkitchen.com. Sorry, I was going to say a Hail Varsity email. Oh. Wrong podcast. Um, <laughs> Our lines are blurring a little bit. I feel like I'm a regular guest on Mind Your Own Podcast, even though I'm not on very often. So it's fine. Where we talk about sports, <laughs> except when we don't, which is every episode. Um, but, you know, figuring out if you have like a deeper thing that you're specifically struggling with, instead of like broad sweeping brush, like weight of your mind being heavy. Mm-hmm. Um I understand that shit's hard right now. Yeah. Watching the news is depressing. Checking social media is depressing. Um, But not allowing that stuff to, you know, force you to stub your toe on it. Um, Find, you know, I was, I always try to find this is, sorry, this is super cliche, but like find the silver lining. I always say it can't rain all the time because the crow is a great movie, but it's applicable. Rest in peace, sir. Rest in peace. Um, But it can't rain all the time. Yeah. Um, you've got to find in every single situation or be able to, um, find the silver lining. And if that's what gets you, gets the weight to be a little bit, he- uh, lighter, find the silver lining. It could be literally, there's a light on the front of this camera that I'm looking at and I'm like, sweet, it's on. There's a silver lining, you know, like <laughs> I, it's we don't have to stand up to change the camera yeah. anymore now. Cause we got a different camera. Yay. Well, and I, I'm, I always tell you this, like, and I, you are probably annoying as shit because I know it's not what you want to hear at the time. No, but that's but trying the thing. to find when that I, when silver I come lining. To you, when I come to you with like actual life shit, I'm coming to you for a reason because yeah. I know you're not going to fucking lie to me. Right. <laughs> and it's, it's really hard sometimes to find that silver lining. Yeah. But if, if the silver lining is what gets you over that crutch or over that self-doubt, at least there's some glimmer of something, whether that be hope or, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Like optimism, optimism. Um, you know, anything that's a positive, 
regardless of how small. It's just like your wins in the gym. It doesn't yeah. matter how small it is. It's still a positive. Yeah. You're still breathing. If that's what if that's what the silver lining is today, you're still fucking here. You know what? I told somebody, we're glad for it. I told somebody yesterday at the gas station, I asked them how their day was while I was trying to decide what soda I was going to drink for yeah. the afternoon because I was picking out my one for the day <laughs> because fuck you, TikTok haters. Yes, we drink soda and energy drinks. We're human like everybody else. I had a soda today. It was fucking delicious. Oh, an ice I cold, had one a long an time. An ice cold can Dr. Pepper. Mm. Few things are better. Mm. Um, But like... We were at the gas station. I asked him how his day was. He's like, oh, I'm good. How are you? I was like, well, I'm not dead yet. So I guess it's a good day. Or I guess I could complain that I'm not dead yet. It just depends on how you want to look at it. Right. And he laughed. And I was like, cool. I got the laugh. That's all I cared about. Um, But like riding the cheese train further, like being a creator lately has been fucking hard because like we try to create content that is insightful, that is helpful, that is educational, that is fun, that is engaging and isn't a fucking like snake oil lie. Mm. Like, so we, we really like to focus on like what we're putting out, but some days it's hard. Like some days I literally sit on my couch for three hours and I just listen to music and smoke CBD cigarettes. And I'm like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? Why am I doing this? Why, why does what I'm doing right now even fucking matter? Why? Like I'm some fucking moron on the internet that's talking about shit that has seven some thousand followers on TikTok. Thank you, by the way. You're awesome. But like, who the fuck am I? And why does anybody care? But then like, we get this great feedback from listeners. We got this really sweet email from a listener earlier this week. And like, it seriously made my fucking day after I finished reading it. Um, But it it makes, when you find those silver linings, whether it be that email, it it makes it a little bit easy. It it makes it harder for that self-doubt to cripple you. Yeah. Especially after we had some some dudes being dickheads on TikTok the yeah. other day, like it was, it's been literally a rough, say less. Oh, seriously, say less. Like if you're gonna come to my fucking social media to be an asshole to me, first of all, remember that if you actually saw me in real life, yeah, middle fingers all the way. But if you actually saw me in real life, sir, because it's always a guy, oh, yeah. you wouldn't even fucking make eye contact with me if we yeah. were in the and same room. Certainly wouldn't fucking say that to my face. I so. have ex-football players that don't speak to me because they think I look scary. <laughs> you wouldn't ever think to fucking say that shit to me in real life. Yeah. Like, so it, it, sometimes it, it gets under your skin. Sometimes yeah. you can't let it get under your skin. Sometimes it's just so fucking absurd that you just laugh at it because it really is the most stupid thing you've seen on the internet today. Yeah. But some days it fucking cuts you and it sucks when that happens. It's really hard to not let something that some, here's the other thing, like words are very impactful. Mm-hmm. What you say matters, mm-hmm. whether you think it does or not, what you say matters. Um, and there's other people on the receiving end of those words. Um, whether that be you and someone saying things to you, shit fucking matters. Sometimes it can cut deep and you don't know what other people are going through. So just fucking be nice, I guess is my takeaway here. Yeah, because like Monday it happened. Well, Monday was the fourth anniversary of Hurricane Maria. Monday was a shitty day for me. Mm -hmm. Um, I have really bad PTSD from Hurricane Maria. Like the way that that day plays out for me, it's just a replay. It's Groundhog Day. Mm -hmm. It's fucking Groundhog Day. So I remember, you know, exactly what I was doing. I remember the sounds. I remember seeing fucking shit come off of buildings and palm trees being bent in half and flying down the street. And like, it was insane. To open my fucking TikTok on a video where we're thanking our fans, thanking our listeners and thanking our followers for being cool a couple of brain dead women podcasters. First of all, tell, t- calling someone brain dead isn't fucking funny. My husband lost two people very close to him from brain death in the last like three years. So fuck you, sir. Second of all, the fact that we're women has nothing to do with the fact that you're an inadequate piece of shit and you can't deal with it. 
Like, don't fucking yeah. project your shitty inadequacies on other people. Don't make us feel bad because you need to fucking work on yourself. Yeah. And that's the other thing too, like going back to, you know, words do matter. Mm-hmm. Um, those, that, those two comments did stick with me. Um, oh, it's to so the point nice. that on the other podcast that we mentioned earlier, like we had an entire episode about it. Um, you don't get to just drop bombs and then like, that's what the internet is. You yeah. drop bombs and then you leave and you don't have to deal with the consequences but the people that you're saying that to do and you don't know what they're fucking going through. That was a really yeah. poorly fucking timing. Yeah. It was really shitty say timing. something like was, that. And we hadn't had one. We hadn't had a sh- I haven't had to ban anybody for at least two weeks. Yeah. So like be fucking nice to each other. If your self doubt, I'm not talking to Headley actually, but no, no, if no. your self doubt is coming out or coming after people on the internet and that's how you deal with it, seriously take care of yourself yeah and again you can be it's not healthy yeah you can be savagely kind if you're going after somebody that's a shitty person on the internet cool like i go yeah. after the fucking governor of our state constantly i t- i'm in his fucking mentions every day reminding him how much that's of a shit bag dumb. he is yeah. like because he's a terrible person yeah he, he is, is legit a terrible fucking person yeah. i have no no problem calling out somebody that is absolute fucking garbage for being fucking garbage. Yeah. You don't give a fuck about anyone. Why the fuck should I care what you think about anything? Yeah. Like literally would not piss on him if his fucking bald head was on fire. Yeah. <laughs> like fuck that guy. But you can like if you're if you're stepping on somebody though that is putting out nothing but like kindness yeah. and not going after other people. You know what? We decided not to be one of those podcasts. We're not yeah. those kind of broadcasters. Like we know people that go for shock value and they're fucking great at their job. Yeah. That's not us. Yeah. We're not in for that. We've had enough fucking drama in our lifetimes that we don't need any in our professional <laughs> over life. It. We're so over I don't it. go to Twitter. Very yeah, often. we're over it. We're not looking for a fucking fight as obvious as it is, because if you come to our fucking social media and you're a shit bird, I swing that band hammer immediately. Yeah. We don't fuck around. I don't care. If you're coming to fucking shit on us, leave. We're not for you. Yeah. It, you could literally say nothing at it, all. Shutting it, the fuck up it, is absolutely it, free. <laughs> yeah, it is, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Try it. You and might like it. This episode's over. Oh, we, we, still have one more, we still have one more question. <laughs> we do answer. have one more question to get to, but seriously, shut the fuck up. Get yeah. off my lawn. Get out. Uh, stay off of it. Unless you're a sweetheart, then we love yes. you. Please stay. Don't leave us. Um, so Which the other- is like 99.9999% yeah, of people. We don't give so. shit comments very often no. anymore. Um, the other question that we had come in is um, from Longo Bob on yes. Instagram. How to be happy with the person in the mirror at a new weight, which is down 100 pounds. Um, man, this is tough. Uh, we've talked a little bit before about body dysmorphia. I'm mm. actually going to pull that up so I can give a real definition. Um, yeah. Because we didn't, sometimes we just kind of wing it and fly by the seat of our pants in our podcast because <laughs> yeah. we can. But the actual definition, yeah. uh, we'll get to you for a sec in yeah, a second. But second. Uh, um, when I saw this question, I'm like, we really should talk about that. And it goes both ways, by the way. Um, you could be someone who was trying to gain weight and that number on the scale fucks with you. Yeah. Um, and it, it takes, it, it's, it kind of goes hand in hand with the self-doubt question. You know, like I, I imagine that some of the thoughts that go in your head are like, you know, you, you were used to being a hundred pounds heavier. You've done, you know, that you've done all this hard work, like mm-hmm. awesome fucking job, man. Yeah, that's like that's for impressive. real. That's really impressive. But that self-doubt comes in. And it's hard sure. to, um, I have, I have a couple of friends that have lost substantial weight mm-hmm. and then they get to their new body size and they love it. 
And they're like, except for my skin's all saggy. And I'm like, fuck that. That's proof that you busted your ass. Yes, like, don't absolutely. let that. Don't. I know that sometimes and I, I'm for the most part, not a big fan of plastic surgery. If, if that's what you need to do to make yourself feel better about yourself, by mm-hmm. all means, please do it. I'm not going to fucking pass judgment on you. But yeah. do I think it's absolutely necessary to be a happy, well-adjusted human being? No. Do I feel like society pressures us to be fucking perfect all times at all times? And that's why we like plastic surgery so fucking much? Yes. But, um, like, if you're going to get plastic surgery to hide to like to get rid of your skin folds do it like yeah. don't feel guilty about that also if you don't want to have plastic surgery because it scares you which is why i don't do it don't do it that's also okay um and then hand in hand with this too is like um that's the mind work yeah um being able to accept yourself as you are yeah um, at any stage of your journey is really difficult but like actually practicing some self-love like and if that comes in the form of writing post-it notes and an affirmation to yourself or starting your day off with a couple affirmations. Um, that stuff honestly really goes a long way and it can change your mindset completely. Yeah. People talk a lot about like your, your daily hygiene activities. And I feel like sleep hygiene and your mental hygiene are very, very overlooked components of happiness and wellness in general. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to get a drink quick because it's allergy <laughs> season and my meds just kicked in. Um, but I was going to get you body dysmorphia. Mm-hmm. So body dysmorphia disorder, this is per WebMD, is a distinct mental disorder which a person's preoccupied with an imagined physical defect or a minor defect that others often cannot see. As a result, people with this disorder see themselves as ugly and often avoid social exposure or turn to plastic surgery to try to improve their appearance. Um, it can share features with eating disorders and obsessive compulsive disorder. It's also similar to eating disorders in that they both involve a concern with your body image. Yes. Um, however, a person with an eating disorder worries more about the weight and shape of their entire body, while a person with body dysmorphia is concerned about a specific body part. Um, I have also seen different definitions where body dysmorphia also is where you don't feel like the body that you are in belongs to you. Yes. Uh, um, so by the way that you worded your question, that's kind of what it sounds like to me, which when you've worked your ass off and, and lost that a significant it's amount weird. of weight, it's, weird. it's, it's difficult to um, accept the fact that that's now your body. Yeah. Um, especially if you were carrying around that extra hundred pounds for a significant amount of time. Um, it's, it's really, it's, it's a, one of those practice makes perfect type of situations. It's something that you just have to, you, you're going to have to put work in on. And it's one of those things too, that as you keep going mm-hmm. and you keep maintaining and you get used to it, you're just not used to seeing yourself like that yeah. yet. That's what it really is. There's nothing wrong with you. It like, takes time. It, it, it does. Like I still sometimes will look at a shirt and I'm like, I shouldn't wear that shirt. And I put it on. I'm like, it fucking looks great. What was I thinking? Like, yeah. I still have that problem. You still have that problem. I know my husband still has that problem. We've talked to listeners that have had that problem. Like you're not alone. Um, Just be gentle with yourself. Like Mm -hmm. don't, don't let it, don't let it get you. Yeah. You did a lot of hard work. You did something that a lot of people set out to do and can't. Yeah. Because it's really fucking difficult and it takes a lot of dedication. I lost 40 pounds and that was really fucking hard. That was one of the most difficult things I think I've done my like adult lifetime. Mm -hmm. I can't imagine the resolve it took to lose more than double what I did. So don't, don't, we're going to circle back to a couple episodes. Don't take your huge accomplishment and try to talk it down into a nothing, right? Don't, don't compartmentalize that huge milestone into a nothing because it's very easy to do. It's super easy to do. Don't do it. Don't do it. And it's, it's really hard 
I think not to sometimes. Yeah. Um, especially like if, you know, any, any of us at any single time struggle with, you know, body image. Um, you know, I, I had brought up before we started when I saw this question, I'm like it goes the other way too. Yeah. Um, if you've, well, I stated at the beginning of this question, actually, <laughs> what, where am I? Uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm here. I'm present now again. I've, I've Anthony Kiedis, Anthony Kiedis <laughs> running around shirtless in Sasha's brain and she's distracted uh, all uh, over the world in a bad way, not in a good way. Um, anyway. Um, but it it does go the other way too. Like, you know, sometimes I started off, um, 35 pounds lighter than I am now. Yeah. And it's taken me a significant amount of time to wrap my mind around the fact that that's not like bad weight gain. Um, because diet culture taught us for so long that any weight gain is bad weight gain. Yep. I I started my journey at 128 and a half and yesterday I weighed 155.3. Um, so way more than I do right now, (laughs) but it's, it's honestly for a while as the scale kept going up, um, it, it was a mind fuck. It is. It is. And then I'd look at myself in the mirror and I'd be like, Oh my God, that's not muscle. Look at that. When I sit down, I have rolls. By the way, everybody has rolls. Everybody has rolls. Um, but the cool <laughs> thing is once you learn more about like, and this is why we get so like in depth about body stuff sometimes in episodes. Sometimes I think people are like, why are you guys talking about this? But this is shit you need to know about if you're just, you're embarking on your weight loss journey. Because when you look at the, yourself in the mirror at 155 pounds now versus when you looked at yourself at 135, you can see that the 155 pounds that you've put on your body are fucking muscle gain. Yeah. In pictures. It took pictures. And you know what? This week I, I may actually post the the very initial one and um, one from, it was March. It's been a while, guys. I tell you guys to take pictures all the time. But I haven't taken I've been training for running. So yeah. I'm like, it's my, not my body. It's not going to be I what I want it to be. I train legs right now. My leggings um, fit great because my ass is shrunk. <laughs> Sad. But, you know, I, it took seeing a picture. Um, so if taking a picture or looking at a picture from before you started your journey and then looking at a current one, give it a beat, yeah. give it a couple of weeks before you actually look at them side by side. I think that you may feel that, that overjoyed feeling that you get when you see physically see, um, in a photograph, all of the hard work that you've done. Yeah. Um, when I did the side by, I actually did it earlier this week before I knew these questions were coming in, and I almost cried because I knew how much work that took. Um, and if you, need, but also how much food? Yeah, if you need an appreciation <laughs> post for yourself, yeah, take those pictures, man. Like a hundred pounds is is so significant, and the amount of hard work. And I saw some yeah. of your other questions that you had asked, and like, I think that you are like set up for life, bro. Yeah, um, you asked really inquisitive good questions and and hopefully we helped you learn a little bit of stuff but like don't downplay this and in, into yeah. a nothing like you worked for that body dude rock it and nobody 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 but nobody, nobody. is perfect like oh. my my second toe is longer than my big toe spoiler alert most women's boobs aren't even the same size either nope one slightly bigger than the other i have a double chin like whatever it is what it is. You I know, have like, cellulite you know, and I'm 33. I have, I've had I have cellulite, cellulite since I was 25. Exactly. Like, who There cares? are imperfections, but I embrace those imperfections now. Um, and I didn't. When I, I've had cellulite, when I had cellulite when I weighed one or 28 pounds, you know? Yeah. I have cellulite now. 
I have, it's just, it's a part of who I am, but it's a part of my body. Yeah. Um, and so I embrace it. I don't give a shit. I'll wear the two and a half inch shorts because they're more comfortable and easier to lift in. But it's part of my Your body. Your legs are shorter than mine. I wish. I wish. Two and but, a half inch shorts get eaten by my fucking <laughs> mons pubis immediately just like sucked in. It's like ultra but camel all toe. those little things that we pick apart about ourselves because we want to find a way or an excuse to feel undeserving. Or or we had people in our lives that made us feel that way that we're shit. Yeah, heads. You, like, know? you have to drown that shit out. It's it's difficult, but if you focus on more of that positive stuff, those silver linings, like taking those pictures, some self-reflection, if that means like going for a walk in silence, by the way, very therapeutic. Silence and nature are both like highly underrated things mm. that people should do more often. Turn but, your fucking phone off yeah. and go sit in nature for yeah. a while by yourself. Just, you know... I know that it's hard and we're, you know, saying, saying things and forming them into sentences is a lot easier than actual practice, but the practice is what makes the mindset become stronger and gets you further. Learning self-love is one of the most fucking, fucking fantastic life skills you can ever acquire from somebody that used to hate themselves more than anybody else on the planet. That constantly, even now, I have one of those, my brain's a suicidal dick. Some days it's just like, oh, I want to die today. It's like, oh, again, really? We're going to do this today? Okay, I guess. Um, but like learning self-love is hard. It takes a lot of time and you have to talk to yourself a lot. A lot. A lot. Um, I grew up in a space where I just was kind of there. Um, I was an overachiever because if I overachieved, I got attention. But then... My parents would take my attention and make it somehow about them all the time. So, you know, whatever. They were still getting the glory, even though I was doing all the fucking work. Um, but it's it's really hard to go from being somebody that is constantly saying terrible shit about themselves to themselves 24-7, 365, to being someone that actually, like, enjoys their life now. Yeah. Like, that's a really long fucking space to cover, and it takes a lot of time. So if if you're dealing with this now, unfortunately, it's not going to be immediate. Mm -mm. Takes work. It'll take some work. It's not going to take a lot of hard work. It just takes some work. Yeah, I was going to say too. Like I, oh gosh, I, and still at times I'm not very confident. But um, I've I've learned um, to value myself. I've learned to love myself a little bit more week by week, day by day. Sometimes it's minute by minute. Some days are just fucking hard, but. Yeah practicing that stuff with yourself, you know, like that we'll call it the Sasha stop sign. When those <laughs> negative, when that negative shit comes into my head and I'm doubting myself and I don't feel confident, so I Sasha stop sign it. And then, you know, I, I got to find a silver lining of yep. some kind, or I just need to flip the script entirely. Well, you're a piece of shit. Why the fuck did you do that? You could have done this fucking stop sign. Okay, but you did do that, but now you know not to do that in the future yeah. because it wasn't the right way to do it. Sometimes you learn by fucking up. Yes, yes. <laughs> and that's the podcast. Sometimes you learn by fucking up. Sign yeah. someone that's fucked up a lot. Yes, uh, exactly. Like, I, yeah, don't, don't sell yourself short, for real. Like, yeah. you are an individual human being that is spectacular in your own way. You, you really, you are a snowflake. And yes. I don't care if that is fucking cliche or not. You are an individual. You are awesome. You are still here. So you have some sort of fucking resolve and drive. Like yeah. it's so easy to quit. And you can't like some days I get it. 
It, it sounds like a sexy idea. Yeah. It really does. Sometimes that feeling is fleeting. Sometimes it sticks around for a couple of days. It passes. Yeah. But like, don't, don't give up on yourself, especially don't give up on yourself before you even fucking started. Right. That yes. is that is the most bullshit thing ever. And I'm sorry if you feel called by, called out by it right now, because Shit. guess what? I had to be checked on it, too. Twenty five year old me is screaming. Yeah. At you. Don't sink your fucking boat before you even push the bitch in the water. Right. You, you don't know until you try. Yeah. And you know what? You're not going to be the fucking best at everything. No. We live in a fucking fake, shiny, happy people society where everybody wants to act is. like we're all functional, happy yeah. fucking adults 24-7, 365, and that we're perfect. That's not reality. Yeah. You know what the Truth reality alert. is? The reality is living like that is the fucking problem. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be like that. Yeah. Like you, you were, you can be a vulnerable person. You don't have to be vulnerable on the internet. I get that. That shit's scary to put yourself out there yeah. like that. Not everybody's into that and that's okay. But like find somebody that you trust. If you're fucking going through it right now, talk yeah. to somebody. Yep. Cause spoiler alert, we're all kind of going through it right now. Yeah. Languishing. It's a real fucking thing and you should look it up. We're going to talk about it. Our next mental health check. We yeah. were going to have a guest on today and that didn't quite happen because life, yeah. but um, we're going to have her next week or next month. So we're going to talk about languishing. So do your homework on languishing. Look that up. You yeah. might uh, feel like you and can both relate. of these questions kind of um, parlay it themselves into it. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. Um, Thank you so much, Headley, actually. Thank you so much, Longo Bob. And everybody um, else that's sending questions, yes. we will get to them. Um, we're going to put those in with our next mental health check episode and have an actual therapist answer them because we didn't feel qualified to. Yes, yes. That's most of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you're if you're going through it right now, keep going. Like, But if you need to talk to somebody, please lean on someone. Yeah. Don't be afraid to ask for help. If it's someone that you care about that you know actually cares about you and you need to reach out, they're not going to fucking ignore you. No. They won't. I promise. Yep. They'll be there as an ear. Having been the person that has had to ask and the person that's answered the call, they won't fucking not answer you. Yeah. Um, thank you guys again. We love all of our listeners. You guys we fucking love you, fucking, by the way. Fuck, fuckity, fuck, fuck, fuck <laughs> for that guy that doesn't like swearing. <laughs> Whatever. Fuck you. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so um, I hope what that would we... your mother say? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> My mom would swear. My mom swears more than I do. My mom taught me how to say fuck. Uh, <laughs> um, as always, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, I, hopefully, we kind of hit on what you guys were asking. Um, I feel like Anthony Kiedis ruined this whole thing. Um, <laughs> that was my fault. And didn't ruin it. I thought this is a God good episode. Damn you, I, Anthony Kiedis. I hate you. <laughs> um, hit Your long, our, flowing locks. Send us, send us your Anthony Kiedis hate mail at hello at meheadtestkitchen.com. <laughs> um, fuck Nickelback, too. This, our website. this website or this this podcast has no ill will against Anthony Kiedis or any of the Red Hot Chili Peppers, but I Nickelback just, can kindly yeah, fuck off. I fucking hate the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Hit up our <sighs> website for our show notes. We have merch. Yeah. You can get that at her at uh, shop, shop at, at, her at media. Media. Com. There's a drop down. We've got an Amazon store with all of our favorite shit. Yeah, like um, some of our favorite... Like I've got attachments for like my squat rack yeah. up there. Shit that we actually use that's mm. battle tested that doesn't suck. So mm -hmm. if you're looking to add on to your home gym and this the year of our Lord 2021, <laughs> uh, you can do so. Uh, hit the so what we've got the, that laugh I just had. <laughs> I'm so I'm sorry. sorry. I like throwing in this the year of our Lord every now and then because it's so fucking unexpected that I get people to laugh. Oh my uh, God. Okay, you guys got all 
five versions of my laugh. Nor, nor McDonald's would be proud of me right now. Rest yes. in peace, sir. Oh, yes. All right. What a shitty week that yeah, was. Damn. Was. Um, but yeah, you can find our merch link at meatheadtestkitchen.com. We've got our Amazon store link. Uh, bunch of shit up there like our favorite we're i'm adding more shit to it every day i'm just been slow about it because eh, life. <laughs> life sorry life's been hard i'm working just not as fast as i should be probably but uh yeah we'll get more shit up there soon um make sure you follow us on all the social channels yes. we have tiktok we have youtube we have facebook we have twitter uh, all yeah, of that's twitter. at meathead test kitchen uh except for twitter which is at mtk staff um, you can get highlights from the show there. Make sure that you subscribe if you aren't already. Um, leave us a review. Those make my day. Yeah, we got one the other yeah, day. Yeah, from, made the, my from day. the same gentleman that sent us the sweet email yeah. that made my day. So yes. thank you, sir. You made my day twice this week. Yes. You never know what kind of day someone's having. And <sighs> email us. Sweet we'll send shit. you. A, I'm going to email you back. Actually, yeah. we're going to send you a T-shirt. But um, yeah, and you can sign up. We're getting ready to launch Meathead Athletics too. Mm-hmm. By the way, if you didn't catch last week's episode, so MeatheadAthletics.com. You can sign up for the email announcement for that. And uh, we have a bunch of cool shit we're cooking up for yeah. that. We're excited. I want to tell you because I yeah. can't keep no. a secret, but I can't yet. So It's not Christmas. <sighs> Halloween's better than Christmas it anyway. Is. This is Halloween. <laughs> okay, we got to go. All right, bye. Uh, <laughs> MTK staff. <laughs> MTK staff. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> You made me snort. Uh, This has been another rousing edition of Meathead Test Kitchen. MTK. Join Sadie and Sasha every Monday, helping to make your fitness and nutrition journey suck less. MTK. A Huda Media Production.